But thanks to the Lord, we are we are in our last stretch. We are ninety two point eighty one percent. And uh, please keep praying for us that we can finish by November and the delivery of my wife in December. Uh, planning to depart to Puerto Rico uh, after the delivery and uh, and doing the moving will be very challenging. But uh, uh, Lord is opening doors. Please uh, come with me to Book of Proverbs, chapter four in your Bibles. Proverbs chapter four. Proverbs chapter four in your Bibles. Verse 5, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5. The beautiful word of God says, Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth, forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee, love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is a principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Let's pray, my brethren. Heavenly Father, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have nothing to talk to my brethren this morning, but be you talking to our hearts. We ask you in the name of the Almighty Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. In this portion of the scriptures, King Solomon urges, uh, urges his children to acquire wisdom of, of, uh, above all, or rather before all things to acquire fear of God. Uh, go with me to Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. The beautiful word of God says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. My brethren, how sad is to see how God is no longer feared today? The philosophies of this world undermining the moral standards of God. The nations of the world conspiring against the moral standard of God. And how sad is to see how people who say they know God, they deny him living a life without the true fear of God in their life. In this verse, King Solomon urges to acquire wisdom, which is above all things to acquire fear of God in our life. Now the rhetorical question is, how do we achieve the true fear of God in our life? Well, before continuing, I would like to clarify a point. Fear of God, it doesn't mean that you do not dare to approach God because God has his hand open waiting for you. Amen? So fear of the Lord doesn't mean that you do not dare to approach God. You must run to Jesus. You need God. So it doesn't mean that you do not dare to approach God. Go with me to Hebrew chapter 4, my brethren, in your Bibles. Hebrew chapter 4 in your Bibles. Hebrew chapter 4, Hebrew chapter 4, verse 16, Hebrew chapter 4, 16. The beautiful word of God says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So it doesn't mean did you not dare to approach God, my brethren? Well, uh, this is a very uh, a simple message. I do my notes in Spanish and then translate little by little to English. And I'm, sometimes I struggle a little bit with my, my English. But uh, I got uh, in the in the back side of my Bible, there's a dictionary as well as in some of your Bibles have a dictionary. And according to the dictionary of the Bible, fear of God, according to the dictionary of the Bible, First, fear of God is worship Him. 
Amen. Fear of God is worship him. Second, fear of God is serving him. He who fears the Lord will serve the Lord. He who fears the Lord will worship him. And third, he who fears the Lord will obey him. Obeying the Lord. He who fears the Lord will obey his word. Amen. It's, it's totally common sense. If you fear God, you will obey his word. For me, the best example of a man who really feared God is in Genesis chapter 22. Come with me to Genesis chapter 22. It's for me the best example of a man who really feared God in his, in, in his life. It's a man called Abraham. Genesis chapter 22, verse 9 in your Bibles. Genesis chapter 22, verse 9. And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. He said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. When we stop and think what was happening, what Abraham was a very old man, and, and he received the promise. And God asked him to sacrifice his kid on the altar. And it was, I, I'm sure that it was struggling for him. And it was very hard for him. Even today, when I read this passage, if God asks me such thing, I just can't obey that. I just can't slay my kid on the altar. I just can't do it. But this man, he really feared God, and he was ready to obey his word. And he, and he put it, prepared the place, and he was ready to sacrifice his kid, and God needed to tell him, stop. Now I know that you fear me because you didn't deny your son. And I want, to, I want to obey my Lord and I want to be faithful. At the same time, when I compare with Abraham, I'm so far from fearing my father in heaven when I compare to a man called Abraham. But I have a good news for you this morning. God is not asking us to slay our kids on the altar. Praise the Lord. But he's just asking us to obey the basic things of Christian life. And sometimes we are found disobedient. He's just asking us basic things of Christian life that we can obey. Support our local church. Support our pastor. Advance his kingdom. Be faithful in what he's asking, be faithful, sharing our faith with the lost souls. There are, uh, there are basic things that we can obey. And sometimes we are found disobedient. That's when we need to stop as children of God and think and rethink and rededicate our life to serve our Lord. Because you know what the Bible teaches me? The Bible teaches that we can cultivate more fear of our own Father in heaven. Oh, my brethren, we need to rededicate our life to the Lord. We need to, we, we need to, to take a, 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 a second air. Like when you are in, I, I love uh, uh, to see the, 
the, the, the sport of boxing. I don't like to go to boxing because I don't want to people to punch my face. But I like to see that people are very, very uh, skillful. And the second year is when you go to the round and get fresh water and say, Harry, Harry, we need you to win this round. And you see the boxer get a second air and enter, and sometimes they win. And I've been a lot of time after they have the second air and win the round. And this is exactly what we need. Sometimes we are spiritually tired. We need to sit down to the Lord and take a second air and say, Lord, I'm here. Please forgive me my disobedience. Forgive me when I am disobey you. Help me to be more faithful to you. Give me that second air. I need it. I, I, I just can't do it, but you are my undefeated king, and you can make me a powerful tool in your hand. We need to dedicate our life more than ever, my brethren, more than ever. Things are getting uglier and nastier for, for Christians, but Jesus defeated the devil in Calvary 2,000 years ago. Amen? So we are winners because we are with Jesus, the undefeated king. Let me remind you, Jesus never, never uh, failed a battle. He always win all his battle. Uh, you, do you know where he is now? He sit down his, in his throne because he win the battle. He just end and win the battle. Now he's just sit down in the throne because he already win when he went to Calvary and died for you and died for me. And he resurrected at the third day. So Jesus is our undefeated king. That's why we can continue walking your Christian life very faithful and um, with all secure because Jesus is alive. And Jesus is sit down in his throne. And his blood has never lost his power to clean the sin of the, the sinner. That's why we need to insist in sharing our faith with the lost souls and be faithful what he want from us. Say the previous, let us study a little bit how to acquire fear of God. Well, first, to fear God, you have to know him first. To fear God, you have to know him first. Come with me to Romans chapter 10, quickly. I don't want to take too much time. But come to me to Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10 in your Bibles. Praise the Lord for his word. Romans chapter 10, verse 14. The beautiful word of God says, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom of they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Verse 15. How shall they preach except they be sent? And also you can say, How shall they fear God if children of God doesn't show fear of our own Father in heaven? So uh, I love what said here. We need to be salt of the earth and light of the world. That's what we are called to be. We need to be salt of the earth and light of the world. They need to see Jesus in our own life. They need to see our obedience to our Father in heaven. Oh, my brethren, when they see Jesus in our life, we are being salt of the earth and light of the world. We need to be faithful what he asked from us. When you give yourself the task of truly knowing God, you will know his holiness and his power. God is holy, God is pure, and God is judge. He does not overlook our sin, my brethren. At this point is when you can appreciate the beauty of the gospel because also his love, he is the true love, 
and because of love, he sent his only begotten son in propitiation, in payment for all our sin. Jesus did an exchange and took our place in Calvary, and he received the punishment you and I deserve for our sin. But he defeated the eternal punishment, resurrecting from the death. Jesus is alive. And because Jesus is alive, our eternal life in Jesus is secure in his hand. Jesus is our Savior. Amen? That's why we need to insist, we need to rededicate our life to serving because he died for us and he resurrected at the third day. He's alive. Now we need to share our faith with the lost souls, my brethren. Let me remind you, not the, sharing our faith with the lost souls is not only for the pastor to share, not only the Sunday school teacher or the missionary. It's for everyone who calls himself a Christian. You are called to share your faith with the lost souls today more than ever. People who have, a, they call themselves atheists and they call themselves that have no fear of God, they need to know how to repent. And they, they are very eager to sharing their faith around. We have Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. That's what the real God, Jesus Christ. We need to insist in sharing our faith with the lost souls. People need to hear how to repent and how to receive Jesus. We need to, we need to share because we fear our own Father in heaven, my brethren. After the Lord opened your understanding to know him and his power, believe me, you will fear him. Because Jesus Christ is the creator of the world. He is the creator of the universe. Well, this is a, a, a relationship you need to cultivate with God is the same as we, could, we have with our, uh, our father and, 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 and our mothers, our parents on earth. I am 41-year-old Puerto Rican. 41-year-old, again, uh, before. You know what happened to a, a kid that disobeyed mom and dad? Puerto Rican moms, 40 years ago, had a very powerful tool called flip-flop. You know flip-flop? My mom was an expert using the flip-flop. And 40 years ago, she knew about Wi-Fi, Pastor, because from far, she reached me. Boom! And boom! Always, she reached me. And I fear the flip-flop of my mom and my dad. At the same time, I came with all confidence to my parents when I needed something. Hey, Dad, I see a big hole in my shoes. Can you take me to Kmart to buy me uh, a pair of shoes? He said, okay, let's go, or... He said, well, you need to wait until next payday. I can't now. But I came with all confidence to my, my parents to ask something when I needed. But I, but I needed to walk in obedience because at the same time, I loved them. At the same time, I feared them uh, to, to uh, disappoint them or disobey them because the consequences was not good. It's exactly the relationship you and I need to cultivate with our Father in heaven. We don't want disappoint our our lord and neither do we don't want the flip-flop of god in our backside right we don't want that we want the blessing of god in our life amen it's it's basic it's totally it's common sense right we need the blessing of god in our life that's why we need to insist in rededicating our life to serving him and obey what he expects from us he expects from, from us being faithful to him Faithful to uh, 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 serving in our local church, su support, uh, uh, advancing the kingdom of the Lord in, in the world. Uh, not only sending missionaries 
to the field, but also you all are missionaries here in International Falls. You don't need to come to Puerto Rico to be missionary. You're already, we all are already missionaries. Amen? Because God expects from me the same that I expect from every believer. He expects from us to be faithful, sharing our faith with the lost souls. So you, you and I, we all are missionaries. We all are on the same page. And we have a table there uh, as missionaries. But you know what? We sh should have five or six or, or ten tables around with all your families and pictures of your grandkids because we all are missionaries. You're a missionary. We all are missionaries. I want to encourage you to take your missionary work to the Lord because you are a missionary and we need you. Not only sending missionaries or sending us to Puerto Rico, but also we need you to sweating and taking your own time to share your faith with the lost souls. Not only sending us to Puerto Rico, but also doing your part in, in, in International Force, this beautiful mission field. I don't know if you have noticed, but outside around, you could see, and you could see a few sinners, right? A few around. So that a lot of work to do. I say a few, but there are a lot, hundreds and thousands and thousands, I don't know how many. So you have a beautiful mission fields around. People need to hear. People need to, to be invited to come to the church. People need to hear from you what God did in your own life. If you have done it, I want to encourage you to continue sharing your faith with the lost souls. If you haven't done because you're afraid of, of, of people reject you, as what happened to me, I fear to be rejected. That's why my, my, my biggest obstacle, uh, when I knock doors, I don't want people to say, I don't want to hear about what you want to say. But you know what? I need to under, uh, to pass that. I, that thing can hinder my service to the Lord. I need to pray every day at God's side and say, Lord, please, it's not rejecting, uh, it's rejecting you. It's, it's rejecting you, it's rejecting me. But I need to, to deliver the message. And when you commit to the Lord to do that, he will give you the divine appointment. You need to share your faith. And you can start doing a list of, of people you love and you know they don't know the Lord. And you can start getting the phone and calling them and say, hey, I want to share with you what I, my, my most biggest treasure. I want to share with you how to be safe. And start to call that, that person that you love that is far from you. And you can have your car, your car and visit them. Do it. Because if you don't tell, nobody else is going to do it. So you're a missionary. And we need to take it seriously in terms of sharing our faith with the lost souls. Because we fear our Father in heaven. We need, we need to be very obedient. And by the way, those who, who do not know God and die without knowing him, they have voluntarily decided to die in their ignorance. Because God is righteous. Amen. God is righteous. Second Peter chapter three. Second Peter chapter three. Second Peter chapter three. Second Peter chapter three, verse five. For this day, well, let's read from the third verse. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust and saying. Excuse me, my pronunciation, my pronunciation in Puerto Rican and Spanish is not good and in English is worst. <laughs> so please excuse me. And saying, what is the promise of his coming? 
For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the, the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water and perished. But the key word here, verse 5, for these they willingly are ignorant of. They are, have decided not to fear God, but we need to deliver the message of the gospel. Repentance. Repentance. And surrender to Jesus. A remission of sin. I would like to share with you a, a best example of a two men who have the best environment to fear God, but they voluntarily decided not to fear God. Go with me to 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 1. They born in a perfect environment to be believers, but they decided not to fear God. 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 3. 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 3. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Silo. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phineas, the priests of the Lord, were there. They were priests. Chapter 2 verse 12. Chapter 2, verse 12. Now the sons of Eli were sons of Belial. They knew not the Lord. But in chapter 1 says they were priests. Huh. Well, back then, they inherited the position. They inherited the position. But they didn't fear the Lord. Chapter 4, verse 11. Chapter 4, verse 11. And the ark of God was taken, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were slain, and they descended to the hell. It's a tragedy. That's why we need to insist to, 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 to share our faith with our loved ones. Because, no, because mom and daddy are believers doesn't mean that the children are believers. So we, our first mission field, your first mission field is your family, your kids, your grandkids, your great-grandkids. You need to do something. You need to pray. If you need to fast, fast, do it. But you need to reach them for the Lord. My grandma was my missionary. She came to my life, and she reached me for the Lord. If I am saved today, it's because my grandma, Alejita, she, she took her time and shared with me how to repent and how to receive Jesus. She's dwelling now with the Lord. And she's my missionary. If I am serving today, it's because of my grandma. So if you're a grandma, you're missionaries to your grandkids. You don't want them to go to hell. You want them to be safe. If your grandkids are safe, praise the Lord. Now the rhetorical question, how to know God? How to know God? John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. His name is Jesus Christ. John chapter 11, verse 25, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. His name is Jesus Christ. If you want to be saved, you need Jesus Christ. Because there is no other name other than heaven, given among men whereby we must be saved. His name is Jesus Christ. Amen? We need to insist. We need to share Jesus Christ with the lost souls. They need to come to Jesus. 
We need to share Jesus and we need to stand for Jesus Christ today more than ever. You can read the Bible and know passages by memory, but if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, you have nothing, only an intellectual knowledge. And let me remind you, intellectual knowledge, never say nobody. Only a, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ is the one that saves. Because when you knock doors in Puerto Rico and you ask them, what means Jesus for you? They say, oh, Jesus is everything for me. And they uh, say John chapter 3, verse 16 in Spanish, like a poem. Porque de tal manera amó Dios al mundo que ha dado su Hijo unigénito para que todo aquel que en él crea no se pierda, mas tenga vida eterna, everlasting life. And they say like a poem, but they don't fear God. They have no respect for God. They don't obey God. They don't fear Him. But they say that God is, uh, Jesus is everything. But they don't fear God. That's when we enter to the equation. We need to show obedience, fear, respect to our Father in heaven. And we are south of the earth and light of the world. That's how it works. You are candles. We all are candles in the middle of the darkness. But we need to f cultivate fear of our own Father in heaven in this term uh, obedience and uh, obedience and uh, sharing our faith with the lost souls. Also be faithful in our local church and advancing the gospel around the world because Jesus is coming soon. I don't know when he's coming, but I can guarantee you something. Today, we are closer than yesterday, the, coming, the, the, the rapture of the church. Amen? <laughs> you can't say no. Today, we are closer than yesterday. So, we, when are going to come? I don't know. But I'm glad that, that we are getting closer. Uh, the benefits of he who fear God, to, we're closing, I will cut a little bit. The benefits of he who fear God. Go with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 7. You go to Psalm, Proverbs, and then you will find Ecclesiastes. Either Ecclesiastes is in the same spot, even in Spanish or English, after Proverbs. <laughs> Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 18. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 18. The beautiful word of God says, It is good that thou shouldest take hold of this day also from this withdraw not thine hand, for he that fear God shall come forth of them all. Beautiful. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 30. Come with me to Proverbs chapter 31. This is especially for our ladies among us this morning. This verse is especially for you. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 30. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 30. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman that feared the Lord, she shall be praised. What a beautiful... I come, from, I come from the island of Puerto Rico. The beauty contest, you know, Miss Universe, is like equivalent to the Super Bowl here. It's a big thing. Uh, at the same time, it's so sad that our ladies in Puerto Rico, and especially young girls, they believe the deceiving. You need to be this or be that to be beautiful or have this thing or that to be beautiful. And I have a, a daughter now, and I, I don't want that my daughter learn the thing of the world. If you want to be beautiful, what you need is to fear God in your heart. That's what makes you the most beautiful world on earth. 
because you see those beauty contests, a, girl, a woman that fear 90 pounds and walk like that with the hair, and they go, oh, what a beautiful lady, oh, beautiful lady. No, it's a lie. A woman is beautiful when she fears God in her heart. That's what makes you beautiful, our sister, this morning. What makes you beautiful is if you fear God in your heart. That's what I want to teach to my daughter. And now for our young men among us this morning, Proverbs chapter 24. Proverbs chapter 24. Proverbs chapter 24. Verse 21, Proverbs chapter 24, verse 24. The beautiful word of God says, My son, fear thou the Lord and the King, and meddle not with them that are given to change, for their calamity shall raise suddenly, and who knoweth the ruin of them both? Well, my vocabulary in English is very limited, and didn't know what mean meddle, but in Spanish mean no te entremetas, it means that. Don't medley, not entremetas is that. So the Bible says to our, our youth that don't do that with people who don't fear God because the destruction will come to you too. Don't do that with people who don't fear God because going to be this destruction for you too. You can say, Javier, I have a friend that I love. I want to be safe and keep my friendship with that person and it's totally fine because definitely we need to uh, break the ice and make friendship to, in order to deliver the message. But at the same time, if one year, two years happen and that person want nothing with God, don't want to come to Jesus, don't want to come to church, say, hey, I don't care about that. This is not for me. So it's time for you to pass the page and continue with your life because God is warning you that destruction will come to you too. If you insist in doing that with people who don't fear God. Definitely, you need to reach people lost souls to the Lord. But when you do that, oh, it's very dangerous. Psalm 112, if our gentleman among us, our last verse this morning. Psalm 112, for our gentlemen. Psalm 112, this morning. I cut in a little bit. Uh, Psalm 112. Beautiful word of God says, Praise you the Lord. Blessed is the man that feared the Lord, that delighted greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of your right shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endure forever. What a blessing! When a man fears the Lord in his house, it's a blessing for his wife. When a man fears the Lord in his house, it's a blessing for his kid. It's a blessing for the neighbors. It's a blessing for the uh, a, a employer. It's a blessing for the local church. And it's a blessing for the whole nation. But when a man doesn't fear the Lord, it's a disgrace for the wife. It's a disgrace for the kid. It's a disgrace for the local church. It's a disgrace for the employer. And it's a disgrace for the whole nation. And it's Exactly to, to say that is exactly what is happening in our nation. Why we have all that mess around us, around the world, is because men stop fearing God. Because men no fear the Lord anymore. We have that mess around us. 
that we see there's no hope in the world. Only Jesus will fix the mess around you could see. And let me remind you, it's going to get worse. Because when men insist in don't fear in God, things will come worse. At the same time, we as believers, we, we need to keep our heart very uh, optimistic. This world needs to keep pessimistic because they have no hope if they don't have Jesus. But we have the all hope in Jesus. If they're optimistic thing, we have all the, all the hope because we have Jesus as our Lord and Savior. I just want to close encouraging that Jesus defeated the devil. Jesus is our Savior. And everything will be well with our soul because we have Jesus. At the same time, I want to encourage you to continue obeying your Father in heaven. You know, the basic things of the Christian life. We need to be salt of the earth, a light of the world. In our strength, we can do nothing. But God win the battle. Jesus is with us. Now you just rededicate your life to serve the Lord as he deserved. Let's bow our head to pray. Heavenly Father, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We will insist in serving you. We are as church gathered together this morning because you deserve it. Please help, help us, use us to bring you glory and to share our faith with the lost souls. This morning, my, I want to ask you a question. Is someone this morning here who say, Javier, if I die today, I am not 100% sure that I will go the way to heaven, but I want to repent right now, and I want to surrender to Jesus, and I want him to take my soul, and I want to belong to Jesus and nobody else. Could you raise your hand for to pray for you if this is your desire this morning? I want to be safe. Please pray for me. You don't need to come forward. You just, just do the decision to the Lord. Say, Javier, pray for me because I want to be safe. Just raise your hand to pray for you. If, if you haven't repented and haven't received Jesus as Lord and Savior, today is a beautiful day to surrender to Jesus. Haven't you done yet? Could you raise your hand to pray for you? Say, Lord Jesus, please save me. Please forgive me. I want to give you my soul. Because you died for me on Calvary. If this is your desire in your heart, please raise your hand to pray for you. If you haven't done yet, please, you can raise your hand to pray for you. Praise the Lord. This message is for believers. If you are a child of God, if you are born again, and you desire, Javier, please pray for me, because I want the Lord use me more than ever to share my faith with the Lord. So pray for me that God, God give me boldness to share my faith. Could you raise your hand to pray for you? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lord, you see the hands. You see my hand too because I want to be used by you. But more than hand, you see the heart. So Lord, we are surrendered to you. You see the, our rededication because you deserve all the glory. Use us to share our faith with the lost souls more than ever. And come soon to get us. We want to be with you. And please, 
use us, uh, if you tarry a little bit more, use us for deliver the message of salvation. We ask you in your name, Lord. Amen.